Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock, and this is the Inner Edge podcast, where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress, and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way, and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hey there, welcome to today's episode, uh, which I'm going to call the real block to creating meaningful success. Now, um, there is a couple of episodes I think that would be good brother episodes to listen to in relation to this one. Definitely one is episode 40, which is the definition of success or your definition of success, because success is a funny word. Um, It means a lot of things to different people. I don't think enough people think about what success really means to them because we often just take on other people's models of success, other people's definitions of success, society's definitions of success. And increasingly, I'm happy to say that I'm having more and more conversations with smart, ambitious people who are very curious and keen to explore what meaningful, authentic success means to them. Now, we I'll, I'll talk separately about that, but at some other point and maybe dig a little bit deeper, but at the core of all my work, that's really, I suppose, underneath everything. And today I want to talk about what's a block, probably the real block to creating meaningful success for you. Um, Now, I think if you're going into, if I ask people, well, what do you think is the main block? My experience is that most people, including Shane, um, up to a point, I'm lucky to say, fool themselves into thinking what they believe is blocking them. So generally what you'll find is if they've got no awareness of the inner edge or the inner side of things, they will often say, well, it's my circumstances or it's this person or it's my boss or it's this customer or it's my husband or it's my wife or it's just the way things are or it's just my age. And that's all BS. Um, Because really when you get in under the whole thing, there's a four-letter word that is really the problem. And you might be doing really well in some areas. This is probably going to be an area of your life or work where you're not quite for whatever reason, fully, you know there's something off. And generally, in my experience, this is where talking to somebody else can help draw it out, especially if you're not used to it, is the four-letter word, of course, is fear. And, you know, on a very simplistic level, if I'm talking to somebody to try and help them get clarity on not just on what meaningful success is, but also on what's the likely path of action to take, you'll generally start off with a version of questions connected to this one, which is a version of what do you want to create? Like, what are, you, what are you trying to create? Business and personal. And then we do that. And then you kind of go, all right, looking at that now, what do you believe is holding you back? And that's where we kind of get into the BS side of things, where it's like, well, it's this, it's that. Uh, but really, when you get into it, in my experience, it's always going to be a version of fear. I'm afraid of something. Maybe I'm afraid of change. Maybe I'm afraid of success even. A lot of people can sometimes sabotage success because they're afraid of what they think it's going to do to them. If I change my job and set up a business, uh, what's that going to mean for me? What if I fail? Uh, what are my family going to say? How will my, what if I can't afford uh, to send my kids to school or to college? All, all these different types of fears will hold people back from exploring very often what is uh, something that is core to them, perhaps a gift, a key talent, maybe something that they always felt they wanted to do like setting up a business or growing a business or indeed getting out of a business. I was talking to somebody recently who I think has a fear around perhaps stepping away from their industry. Not unusual. 
Um, I'm thinking of somebody a few months ago where I was speaking to somebody who was telling me their situation. They're asking me within what I do, you know, was there anything that would assist them? And I recommended something very specific that I do, one of the programs uh, that I run with business owners. And I 100% and know that it will transform the situation. It's exactly what they're looking for. I told them that. Um, I even gave them a money back guarantee. I said, just do it, trust me. But they wouldn't do it. And now on the surface level, they said to me, because uh, uh, it was with a group, I, I don't like doing that in front. I don't like groups because of the, I don't like people, which I think is quite <laughs> quite humorous for a business owner to say to me. Um, <laughs> but really at the end of it, um, it was a fear around being vulnerable, a fear around sharing things that perhaps they don't share with other people. But the reality is, is it's just like a car. When you get underneath the shell, all cars are pretty much the same uh, in terms of their structure and, and people are very much the same. If you're talking to a business owner in particular, um, while the external might be different, the industry might be different underneath it all, very similar challenges, uh, very, very similar. A lot of them are to do with um, how they see the world, how they manage themselves, and also the pressure perhaps of not having anybody around them that can relate to what they're talking about. Um, so that's just an example where fear will actually, that's a blocker there for that person on making a serious jump forward. Um, I know some people would say, oh, yeah, no, in a couple of years' time, I'd love to do my own thing. But very often they won't do it. And the reason is they won't do it is because they're afraid. It's the comfort of where they are versus the risk of stepping into the unknown. And very often it's not until the pain of staying where you are gets to be greater than the pain of fear. Like when that pain of staying where you are gets higher, then you will move. If it doesn't get higher than the fear, then you won't. And that's why, for example, in the recession or even the pandemic, if people lost their jobs, that might be the kick in the ass to say, oh, I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. I can't listen to my thinking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move. And that's actually how a lot of businesses start. Some of the biggest businesses start. And so I mentioned thinking there, and obviously this is the inner edge. And so I just want you to consider and appreciate the role of thought in fear. Because on a very real level, Thought creates and causes feeling. You can't feel anything without thought, without thinking. So therefore, if I'm feeling fear, it's because I'm thinking something that's scaring me or causing fear. And if it's a thought, it does mean that it's in within your control to change it or indeed ignore it or pay attention to a different thought. Um, I'm often amazed with the weather that in Ireland in particular, like rain is generally seen by most people as kind of being negative or bad. And the sun is really good. And so if you've ever come to Ireland or you live in Ireland, you know that the weather is a continuous topic of conversation. Why? Because it's often bad, but it's always changing. Um, it's very, very changeable. But rain, obviously, we're known for it as the emerald oil, the green grass and everything else. And it can get very cloudy here. Um, but I remember spending time in Nigeria when I was working for a multinational. I spent time there maybe about a month. And I was there at a very dry part of the season. And they loved rain. And they loved rain because they hardly had any of it. And it was often very, very dry. So whenever it rained, they would celebrate. Um, they loved it. And they were amazed when I was talking about how much rain we had. And I was talking about, you know, our dairy industry and all the good things that can happen out of rain, but also how most people see it as bad. I just remember that conversation very distinctly. And then I think about, I think it was Shakespeare who said in one of his plays, there's nothing good or bad but thinking make it so. And so even when it's 
raining here in Ireland. I mean, I've had to look at that myself and realize, oh, don't fall into the trap of bringing yourself down, how, how, you know, around hating the country because a lot of good comes out of it. And as somebody said to me, if there's, if there's no rain, there won't be any rainbows. And there's something in that. And there's something very much and there's nothing good or bad, but think you make it so. Now, the challenge is, is that most people go, yeah, but that's just the way I am. That is just the way I am. And speaking from experience as somebody who was chronically depressed, had an extremely negative mindset and everything, and everything was rain in my life for a period of time, I realized, actually, I had a choice. I could change it. And I think it was Katie Byrne who said, uh, you know, the worst thing that can happen to you is a thought. And that is a very provocative, contrarian statement, which most people may not agree with. But actually, I think that's true myself, is that the worst thing that can happen to you is a thought because your thinking causes the feeling. So everything you're in, whatever circumstance you're in, whatever you're thinking about that might scare you, whether that's a relationship change, a health change, a business change, a project change, a customer change. I was talking to somebody only, uh, sit, talking to a group of people last week, business owners where I meet regularly with in my inner circle. And uh, I was just sharing a story about a customer who was afraid of challenging his biggest customer because when we looked at the business, we realized that his number one customer in sales was his biggest profit loser. He was making a loss. And he was afraid of having a conversation with the client and ended up having that conversation, was very straight with them, said there was no point in continuing because they were making a loss. And there was other challenges with the way the customer was dealing with his staff. Told them the way it was going to be if he wanted to kind of continue. Client didn't like it, left, took away 30% of the business. But a big lesson as well. Um, so the client made the decision, not 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 the uh, not my client, but it ended up being a great thing because it freed up a lot of neg negative energy. And within four months, they'd recover the business and went on from strength to strength. So I think it's worth thinking about fear in relation to thinking, in relation to your thinking, and not fall for the one that goes inside your inner voice where it goes, oh, that's just the way I am. I can't change it, you know? You can. You can decide the filter that you put up to look at the sky. You can pick the right color. But whatever color you pick, you got to know that that is going to ripple into your mindset, your behavior, your feelings, your actions, and ultimately your results. Um, during the pandemic, I might have shared this before in a previous podcast. I can't quite recall. Uh, so forgive me if I did. But during the pandemic, I remember having two separate conversations within a couple of weeks with two business owners in the same industry. They both were in the restaurant industry. One of them was almost paralyzed with the fear. What's going to happen? Here we go. This is the Great Recession again. That was a very difficult time. And it was very difficult for them. Um, and from my point of view, I was trying to help them to see that they had a choice. Uh, but it didn't really, they didn't really take it on. And then I was talking to somebody else who gets this side of things big time, works on looking at his mindset, knows that he has a choice, knows that this, regardless of the circumstances, if he can bring in the right mindset, then at least you're giving yourself a fighting chance. You want to have a fighting chance, at least give it a go. And then he came out with this classic phrase at one point where he said to me, Shane, is it wrong that I'm enjoying this so much? Like, I've never had as much uncertainty, never had as much challenge. I'm just getting such a buzz out of it. Exact same situation as the other person, but this guy was reveling in it. And as a result, brought in incredible innovation and actually did really well during the pandemic and has come out of the pandemic completely unlike any other restaurant 
um, that I know of with momentum and is going to do very, very well. This guy's a good, good operator anyway. So I just don't accept for you. That's just the way I am. And <clears throat> at some point later this year, I'm going to be running a new program called Flip the Script with um, a gentleman, a German colleague of mine called Dr. Mer Michael Gerhardt's. Uh, if you're on this, if you're listening to this podcast, you'll, you will hear about it again. And also, if you're on my mailing list, and I may as well give you a little plug to my mailing list here. If you listen to these podcasts and you're not aware that I send out a weekly email, um, which if you like the content here, you're going to love the emails because they're short, they're inspirational. I don't overload your inbox at all because I don't like that myself. Every Monday, short email uh, under the theme Inspire Me, which is based on my book, Inspire Me. Another plug, because um, I can. But join my mailing list. Come on in and um, you'll hear more about it. And also when I officially launch in the next few weeks that program with Michael called Flip the Script, essentially that's about helping people to rewrite their story, which essentially is about becoming more aware of the fact that you are continuously narrating your own journey. And most people just don't have the full awareness of how much they can change that. And when you write it, so when you when you rewrite it and change it, amazing things do happen. Um, so bringing it back to you. As you know, that's what it's all about anyway, right? So what is something you want to create or achieve? Think about something that perhaps, God, if only I could do this, that'd be great. Something that at the moment you're not giving yourself permission to even consider. And then stop, take a few moments, go get a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, whatever is your beverage, and then write down what do you think is holding you back? And just be honest on the page and just have a look at your answers and say, okay, well, what here is outer and what here is inner? And then on the inner, find the fear. Find it. What's the fear? What's the real fear? And don't always take the first answer. And when you think you're onto it, then start digging and find the key thought underneath the fear. What is the key thought? And then you've got a choice. You can say, okay, well, what if I ignored that thought even for the next month? And I just took action without listening to that thought. I mean, you can let the thought be there. Just don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. The truth is, genuinely, um, and I'm lucky enough to say that I've had this experience and I'm still learning it because I'm a work in progress like everybody. But if you change your thinking genuinely, you can change your life. You will change your life. But I'm going to add something to that. If you ignore your thinking as well, it can change your life for the better. So <laughs> that's food for thought. All right. Ciao. Bye-bye.